Welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies Podcast. If this is your first time tuning into the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast is where two best friends talk about roller coasters, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for the show today are Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. In today's episode, the cousins are going to be talking about their favorite memorable ride experiences they ever had. So stay tuned and listen to that cousins in your ear. Yo, 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 Coaster Brown, what it do, my dude? What's up? Oh, feeling good. Feeling great. What you up to, man? Uh, not much. You know, drinking, drinking, well, it's not really coffee, but it's my morning coffee drink. It's called Mud Water. It's good. Oh, is that the mushroom coffee? Yeah, um, it's good. Like I, I've, I had it. I've had it for like I don't know, like when I'm for like six months now. I don't drink it. I didn't drink it every day, but I, I drink it a lot when I worked at Lenexa. Then I stopped for a while and I started drinking again this week. And it's, it's a good coffee alternative where you're gonna get a lot of other health properties and it doesn't have as much caffeine, so you don't get that crash as you normally do with coffee. So my gosh, this this show is sponsored by Mudwater. I wish we should <laughs> reach out. I mean, we'd be the only coaster people out there saying drink mud water. So drink the mud water. I'm drinking actual coffee. Um, yeah, I've got the Starbucks cinnamon Dolce flavor black coffee right now. My wife loves cinnamon coffee. So every now and then I got throwing cinnamon coffee in there and it's pretty good. Cinnamon Dolce. Nice, nice. I was reading an article recently with, People with ADHD probably should stay away from any kind of stimulant like caffeine. So I try not to drink coffee, like natural coffee as much, even though there is a little bit of caffeine in this. So. Hashtag neurodivergent life. Neurodivergent life. What's up? Drink your drink your mud water if you have ADHD. You heard it here first. Heard it here first. Nice. <laughs> I'm not a doctor or anything. <laughs> not a doctor. Hey, man, we got, we got a fun show today. We are... Um, you got some shit to react to, obviously. We got some obviously. fun news. World's of Fun kind of making a splash in the news, um, which is very exciting. And, um, you know, not that we you or I care about that park at all. But we'll be talking about that. And, like you said at the top of the show, man, we're going to talk about our most memorable rides that we've ever had. There might be tears shed when I talk about some of the rides I'm talking about. I was, like, practicing with my wife yesterday and I was like, I started crying. So uh, oh, this will be the first time that I cry on an episode. So I'm pretty excited. I don't think mine's going to be that deep, but um... <laughs> I don't know, man. I think you might, you might have, you might cry. Let's cry right. together on this episode. If we let's cry, let's cry our best. <laughs> Use our tears as lube. That's, that's the goal. That's why we would need to cry. <laughs> Use our, our tears as lube. All right. <laughs> Let's let's go ahead and get some reactions first before we, um, you know, get all looped up for this. <laughs> We're going to start off at Kennywood. Kennywood Park. There's two big news stories that came out of Kennywood. The first. I, I know one of them. Hold on. Go ahead. What is it? Just, the Costa Cuzzies just went down a virtual Costa Cuzzies trip. So check out that episode if you haven't yet. That's one of the big <laughs> news. <laughs> that, that is the big news. Yep. That is the big news. That was a great episode, too. Uh, I was really looking like the whole like great cousin road trip. Like I was most excited for us to talk about Kennywood because we've all been there. We all love it. So that was uh yeah. One of my favorite episodes for sure. There's a sign behind coaster bro right now as you speak. There's an arrow pointing at my head. 
If, yeah, if this it really does. Podcast, it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but in other news, and I do think we actually probably brought this up on the Kennywood show, but you got to react to it, okay? Kangaroo officially back open at Kennywood. Um, did you did you know that it went away? Yeah, I remember. I remember there was like a whole thing about it. I think I think we talked about it in one of our early episodes. Yeah, so it went away, and um, they've now brought it back, and they put it like pretty close to its original location. Mm-hmm. But I don't. We didn't ride the kangaroo on our visit, which was kind of weird. But they had. Um, it was just kind of sitting there. There wasn't like any grand thing about the kangaroo. It was just like it was the kangaroo. People loved the kangaroo. The Yenzers did right. They brought it back. And they gave it a new logo. They gave it some new paint. They put this badass facade up. And um, it's back. And, like, season pass holders are getting ERT on it in the morning. And I think the city of Pittsburgh's very happy. But do you think, just kind of looking at the whole thing, I think it was, I don't know if it was 2020 or if it was, I think it was 2020 because they, like, kind of linked it to the pandemic that they were taking some rides away. Do you think this was the best move? Should they have just kept it? as it was and never taken it out yeah i'll just i'll yeah. just well i mean i don't know maybe just maybe they need to refurb it but not like hey it's going away then we bring it back like that whole kind of stunt i would just say hey we're gonna it's gonna go offline for a couple of years we're gonna we're gonna fix it up but it's coming back i don't know it just yeah. was kind of a weird thing you know, I don't know if it was a marketing thing or if it really was like people really fought to get it back i know there was that kind of um, it, was, it was all over the news in Pittsburgh and stuff like that. And, but I don't know. You know, if they truly were meaning to bring it back, I would have just announced it that way. Not really. Just been, it's just kind of a shitty move to do. Yeah. I think. Um, I, I doubt that that's what their intentions were. Well, people are still like pumped about it. I do think they're kind of like, mm. no, that was kind of bullshit still. Like, I think there's still <laughs> that saltiness from the Yenzers there. So. Um, another thing to piss Yenzers off, uh, you know, the Aero 360 right there, the arrows that like go in a, we, we had a fight right outside of it. Um, <laughs> and I think, I think you might've wrote it with, uh, uh, the one that goes upside down. Yeah. 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 That thing was not fun. Not fun. Well, yeah. what if I were to tell you it got stuck upside down for five minutes in the upside down position? I would not be surprised. And that would suck. I remember writing that thing and I'm pretty sure that was the one. Cause I've been on, I think one other one of those. I, I remember doing like, one for a little while. Which one? I remember you rode like an inverting ride at Frontier City. Uh, maybe it was it, actually no, it was Frontier City, not this one. Front. Okay. I know it's a little off topic, but Frontier City. Whenever we went around, there was like rust or something inside of it, and you could just hear it moving around. It found it sounded so sketch. I don't. It definitely wasn't Kennywood. Now I think about it. Okay. Yeah. I think there's a little newer. I think Frontier City's since taken that ride out, by the way. Yeah, when we were there in October, in November, it wasn't there. It was just kind of a blank pad. Have you ever seen a ride get stuck upside down with people on it? Um, no. I have once. Thunderhawk? Um, it was Thunderhawk, and Lucky. there's like an employee that was off of work, and he just like rode it by himself. And it got stuck upside down. And I just happened to be like covering that area at the time. So this wasn't even my ride. And I remember calling that in like, fuck. <laughs> ride stuck upside down. What the fuck do we do? And like maintenance came up and they like, I mean, they hauled up and like 
flipped a switch in the back of a shed or something and it like came down. But I have to think that's what happened here is there was some sort of switch somewhere that maintenance had to show up. It took them five minutes to get there. But holy shit, man. I remember the rules of World of Fun was like you you weren't allowed to run to any kind of situation unless it was like Thunderhawk is stuck upside down and you could actually run. Yeah, (laughs) that situation, uh, go ahead and run. Because, yeah, time is is of the essence. But (laughs) glad they got them down because anything more than five minutes, I think you're, I mean, you're looking at like some serious hospitalization situations, I think. Um, I think everyone was okay. Like a few people maybe went to the hospital just as a precaution, but yeah, yeah. get their lawsuit going. I get it. Slash. uh, Yeah. Trauma. (laughs) I mean, you, I think if that happens, you just kind of assume you're going to die or pass out. Is that kind of what happens? No. I mean, you could be upside down for a bit before that's going to happen, but yeah, your blood's going to rush your head and at a long period of time, you could now, obviously if someone has a preexisting condition that, you know, may not be the best opportunity. And obviously we live in America. There's probably a lot of people that have these underlying diseases with, mm-hmm. with our um, epidemic of obesity. But, um, <laughs> and I'm sure Yenzers probably have that with their Primani brothers. And <laughs> fries on everything, bro. Throw some fries on it. Throw some fries on it. I would easily be three bills if I lived in uh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I don't think five minutes is really going to cause too much harm. But again, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know why I'm giving all this medical advice today. Doctor Theme Park Stud, <laughs> giving us medical advice. I love it. Uh, pretty big news: the old company you used to work for, actually, out on the West Coast, um, officially announced Super Nintendo World to open early 2023. So. I don't know what you define early as, but you're probably looking anywhere between like January, Memorial Day, probably, right? To be safe. Yeah, I'll probably say they're probably going to try and get it open before like that spring break rush. That's probably what their goal is. So, good call. But I mean, are you excited for this? Yeah, I mean, it's something I really haven't like, you know, when they first announced it, I worked at Universal when they were making those announcements. I was super excited about it. I remember I was, I was on like, I did like a weird, it wasn't like a test ride, but they, um, they had like a wooden ride vehicle, like the Mario Kart ride that yeah. we had to sit in and, and like they were testing like dimensions and stuff. But it it wasn't like it was cool because we had to sign all these non-disclosures. I probably shouldn't be saying shit, but whatever. Um, but ultimately, all we did was just sit in the vehicle and that was it. Like it wasn't like anything was moving. It wasn't anything like it was like you're riding. It was just a wooden. It was like a wooden derby cart like type thing. It was like something yeah. made in your backyard essentially. So. That's fun. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this this opened to, is it, is it Japan? Was it the US? Yeah, Japan has it open right now. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited about it, but it's something I just haven't been super following. I definitely want to go. It kind of gives say, me like, to go to like, it, it gives me a good excuse to go back out to LA because I really would like to go back to Disneyland, of course. Um, hmm. That'd be kind of the only reason I'd go back to USH. Um, I know. And then, I would like to hit up knots again and then magic mountain. You, probably not. You yeah. literally took the exact words out of my mouth and that yeah. this wants to get me back to an excuse to get to Disneyland. And then it's like, fuck, I'm going back to like my wife and I went on our honeymoon to this park and we were just kind of like, it's all right. But now that super Nintendo is there, it's like, ah, fuck, we gotta go check that out. And then it's like, there are some credits at magic mountain we need to get, but you know, it's like, I don't really need yeah. to go. 
I'll I'll probably pick Knots over Magic Mountain. Yeah, I don't even, know. Even why. with no two credits, I would too. Exactly. Just I don't know. Just something to do. And probably spend more time just in L.A. or maybe even go down to San Diego or something like that. So, kind of sounds like this might need to be our trip next year. Just gonna point yeah, that out. I'll be down with that. I've been to California yeah. in a minute. I haven't either. Be be a lot of fun. Uh, over to Orlando. I don't know if you saw the teaser video. If you didn't, you didn't really miss out on too much. But there's a teaser video for Six Flags Orlando, or not Six Flags, SeaWorld Orlando. <laughs> it so basically true. can be Six Flags. The way they're putting in roller coasters now, they're trying to compete with the Six Flags brand, I think. Um, but anyway, 2023 surf coaster. Rumor is it's going to be called High Tide. And um, when you think surf coaster, you didn't see this video, did you? Haven't really I heard haven't. about it. So, like, when you think surf coaster, what do you think? Like, what's like it going to be? Tidal, like a wave. Like something like that, but I know it's not going to be that. They're going to do like they're going, yeah, they're going to do like a B and M. That's what they do. It's always Sea World's like bread yeah. and butter, and it is a B and M. And what it looks like is it is a stand up coaster. There is some sort of launch. The restraints have been modified to like the modern B and M vest restraints, so no head banging on you know. Yeah, yeah. And it just kind of showed this wave turn coming off the launch. And that's about it. Um, does that get you excited? I mean, we've got a new type of roller coaster that's opening up technically. It kind of feels like second generation of B&M stand-up with launch capabilities. Does that excite you at all? Uh, I Yes, but like, I don't know, SeaWorld, it's just, know, it's hard to justify to go there sometimes. Like, <laughs> like to at least Orlando, I mean... Partly because I lived there, and I when I worked at Universal, I got like I got free entry in the Sea World, so it's kind of hard for me to pay for a ticket when I go down there, especially if I want to go to Disney and Universal and and you any know, given like, any given moment, it's like, would you rather go to Epcot or would you rather go to Sea World to get your credits, or even or even go to Busch Gardens for a day? It's competitive, man. Yeah, it's hard. That's where that's where I think it's hard to even do Discovery Cove. Like, spend my I'd rather spend my money and have an all inclusive little water park. Spend a day there, you know, most. Dude, I haven't been to Orlando since 2019 January, and yeah. there's literally something new in every park, and I don't even know how to prioritize a trip there anymore. Yeah, you those you you have a lot of stuff. I mean, I I mean this I still gotta get, I gotta go back and get Guardians. I still need to go um, Iron Gwazi. Yeah, icebreaker. Yeah, but the Sea World's gonna have a couple of them. Yeah, it's just tough. What do you prioritize? Fun spot. Fun spot. (laughs) That's what you prioritize every damn time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, going back to Knotts. um, You talked about your excitement with Knotts Berry Farm. Uh, Knotts did come out recently. Um, We've been kind of keeping track of. They had the rumored Giga. And then it got kind of classified as like not even a hyper potentially going in. Knotts came out and said, what the fuck are you guys talking about? We have no plans to add a giga or a hyper. What the fuck is this? I don't know. Do you believe it? Do you think they're ever going to get that giga or a hyper? Is this all just speculation? Is somebody trolling us? What is this situation? I haven't really been following it too much. I don't know exactly like 
what the rumors are and where it's going. I, I've seen some stuff, but like not nothing really kind of. So, so I don't really, I don't really yeah. know. I don't, I don't really have an opinion on this. Unfortunately, I just don't have enough Fair like enough. information. I hope yeah. that'd be cool. <laughs> would be cool. Yeah. And uh, you know, with accelerator kind of being rumored potentially going away. Um, yeah. I think they need like a high capacity. I, my, I think the sweet spot for them would be an under 200 hyper coaster that kind of jets out into the parking lot. Um, so those are kind of the plans. They were like, we're going to have a giga out in the parking lot. We're going to create a parking garage for the misplaced parking spots. And like, it was a really I cool think a, I think a giga would be cool. I think something big out there would be cool. Yeah. Like I said, under 200, I would say giga over 300. Yeah, it would be cool. I mean, yeah. look, if they put in a giga coaster, you would not see me complaining about it. Yeah. Um, but I think it, I think they're going to have a lot of trouble because it, they are landlocked and around neighborhoods. So it's just tough to get any type of huge thing there. Kind of feels like Ghost Rider is going to be the biggest thing they're ever going to have, maybe even. Yeah. Which I don't mind. I love Ghost Rider a whole lot. All right. Um, Let's see. New theme park opens today as we are recording (laughs) in Iowa. Lost Island. Officially opening. They're probably scrambling. As we're talking right now. I bet it's fucking chaos. I bet they're scrambling. I bet they've been an all nighter. I bet I bet managers haven't slept in a week, and uh, they're just running on adrenaline and maybe mud water um, to get through. <laughs> I doubt they're drinking mud water up there. Probably espresso straight to the veins is what they're doing yeah. right now to stay awake. Um, but an exciting time in the U.S. You don't see a lot of new parks. You definitely don't see them in the middle of fucking Iowa. Um, What's the hype level for this park for you? I know you're pretty stoked on it. I haven't looked into anything on it, so I'd say three coasters. You got an SLC, a Wacky Worm, and an Intamin launch coaster that's not opening today. They're gonna. That's a delayed open. I definitely would not go today. <laughs> After that line out, I mean, I would say a, a I would say that's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, I would say medium low to i'll say low to medium just because like slc suck black mm-hmm. worms or whatever intimate launch coaster would be cool in a dark ride that'd be interesting to kind of check out um is it a sally dark ride or sally yeah yeah it, it has the animatronic i sent a video to you a couple months ago and you were unimpressed <laughs> we did this on a theme park set reaction you're like uh this is fucking stupid I think I remember that. Yeah, I mean, I I'll definitely go, especially if I'm like you know, like I said, if we go to Adventureland, it's right there. Uh, well, it's near. I won't say right there, but um, how far is it from Adventureland? It's about two hours, I think. Maybe an hour and a half to two hours. A terrible, yeah. You know, if um, if we end up going to the in the loop free RT thing, you know, it might be worth going in for. I think a two hour stop, but yeah. Um, like I said, I'll go, but I'm not like super hyped about it. So I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> I, I, my opinion on this is like, if I go and the Intamin coaster is down for maintenance, which I think is going to be a theme, it's like, I'm going to be like, damn it. Why did, I didn't really need to come. Especially the first year. It's going to be, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be up and down. Luckily, um, by the time we go, you know, a couple of months in. So hopefully they have things worked out, but you never know with that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they had a log flume that was supposed to open today, but it caught fire. And so, they're, you know, it's never good when your rides catch fire. 
<laughs> All right, and then to, to end up the reaction sesh, um, got two things from Worlds of Fun. So in the city plannings, um, got to give a shout out here to Zach. Um, follows follows the show, follows us on Twitter. gives us gives me a lot of shit for not liking Steel Vengeance, but we'll put we'll put all those differences aside. He found a what would you call it a city planning document that yeah like a construction permit zoning thing. There you go. Yeah, big uh, city official guy over here. Uh, so basically they allowed for some landscaping to happen for quote project 50, which you've got their 50th anniversary next year. This is really not news because you and I have been snipping this out from last year around this time, probably that, yo, something big's coming. It's going to be a roller coaster and it sounds like it's actually going to happen. So that's, that's the news. There you go. Behind boomerang. Let's let's throw some speculation out there. What do you think it is? It's gonna be a coaster. Like it's confirmed. Not confirmed yet. Okay. It could be a fucking restaurant back there. Could be a second train stop. Who knows? <laughs> if it's a roller coaster, I don't know. It's I don't think it's gonna be wooden. They got two woodies. I don't I think they're gonna, gonna be wooden. Third. Yeah. Silly. It's it's not gonna be B and M. Hell no. What if they just threw a Giga in? That'd be fucking awesome. It would not. I, there's no way. <laughs> I mean, they have a space. It, it just... Yeah, I mean, you could, not... jet a, you could jet a Giga out there. I would, I would shit my pants if it was a Giga. I feel like it's going to be a family coaster of some sort. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, I am going to go tilt coaster. I'm, I'm just... I'm just... That's going to be my thing. I'm going to say it's going to be a tilt coaster. I just have a feeling. A lot of people saying maybe Gerslauer, maybe a single rail RMC, um, a Mack coaster potentially. I think that's too expensive though. I think like yeah. a strike type coaster. I think that's going to be too pricey. I'm going to go with the Vacoma family coaster. All right. Vacoma family coaster. Check it. I don't, I don't hate those. Those are nice. Those are probably the best Vacoma coasters that they have. And like Vacoma is on the come up. They've redesigned their track. They've got a bunch of rides over in Europe that people rave about now. Have you uh have you seen I don't know, I saw this. I don't know if this is new or anything like that. Have you heard about the new Super Boomerang or whatever it was? I did, yeah. That's okay. a, a pretty cool layout. So there's like a tower and um, I don't know if it's a multi launch or if it's gonna be like they're gonna drag you up vertically. I, I think, think they're gonna drag you vertically like a boomerang, drop you, you go through the station like a boomerang, come back yeah. around and go up, and then do it like reverse. That's why it's still gonna be a boomerang. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be as intense. So, yeah, or as looking at the layout of that thing, I'm cool with that replacing every boomerang in America. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, I want to ride one and kind of test it because you know you never know. But I think it'll definitely be better than any kind of boomerang. So. I mean, you're comparing it to one of the worst rides ever created that was just cloned into every park. Why the fuck? Did, it's a small footprint. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> it's easy it, to do. It is. It catches the eye. Yeah. Well, you made me react to something. That was kind of fun. Woo-hoo. Doesn't happen a lot around here. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for reacting to the news. We got to get on to the meat of the show here. So you actually came up with this mid-show, like a couple shows ago. Like, hey, <laughs> let's take... 
And at the time, we called it Top 10. The Top 10 best rides we've ever had on any ride ever. Like, kind of like a singular ride thing. Um, but we're, we're kind of called it Favorite Memorable Rides, is, is what we've kind of settled down into. And we have about 10, give or take, each. So we'll just kind of go back and forth on the list here. We might have some overlap. I, I guarantee you we'll have some overlap. Um, yeah, let's talk I'm about some of our favorite rides. Like, I think there's going to be some surprises here. Like, people are going to be like, "Oh, yeah, definitely Steel Vengeance." Uh, you know, the three times you've ridden it, right? Right? Those are the top three. It's <laughs> not going like to be shit like that. So, uh, I'll let you. I don't know how many you have off the top. I do have ten. Um, okay, well, you start, yeah. and then I'll do like two. I, I have like thirteen ish. Okay, that works. So we'll just, we'll just um, go back and forth. You know, there's a no in, in no particular order. We're not ranking these or anything like that. We just kind of have them out there and stuff. So, um, you know, I kind of, you know, I'm going to start with an easy one, kind of one we talked about on our um, last Cozy's road trip. But I, at Kennywood on the racer ride in the rain, I was just one of the most wacky, just fun experiences I ever had. It was just we're like slapping hands with the train in front of us. It just started pouring on us just for the ride itself. It was it wasn't like super hard rain was like super painful to get on rides sometimes, but it's still, you know, it stung a little bit, but it was just so funny. We're just, everyone's laughing. Everyone's like, what the hell is going on? It was just, it was just a blast. That's, that's how I kind of considered it. And we had the perfect setup where there was two of us on one train, two on the other. And like, I think you were on, we were on different trains and I just remember us slapping hands and like reaching and like going downhill, even just being able to, to slap each other's hands was, uh, yeah, that's definitely one that, probably one of the most memorable rides for sure and on racer it doesn't it doesn't really sting because you're only going like what 40 miles an hour tops yeah it's not super fast that was a great memory um to add to that um this could almost be clumped in with yours is a ride with the boys rainy day at king's island it was a um our first collective trip together to that park i was like guys we gotta go to adventure express and it was <laughs> hard. And I remember at one point we were getting, there's like a big helix on the ride. And at one point we were all looking the same direction, just trying to like not get zapped in the eyes. Yeah, we were getting blasted. Almost was, every ride. We did that on Beast yeah. too. Yeah, that's true. They were yeah. doing one train operation on Beast. It was the worst thing yeah. in the world. It was uh, maybe like 20 people in line, but we still had to wait like three hours. It felt like for them. That, that's over-exaggeration. We still had to wait like probably 45 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, what made that Adventure Express ride also special is uh, when you're going up the lift hill, they had those animatronics that did the uh, the fist bump thing with the forearms. Yeah. I almost added that to my list. I figured you'd put on yours. <laughs> yeah. And that's just a thing that we just continue to do to this day, just like as an inside joke, and uh, just kind of remembers that ride. So definitely have to bring that up. Um, why don't you go? I feel like I'll 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 squeeze in all of mine at some point naturally here. Uh so this was on our I think it was our 2016 trip. No, that's that was California, I think. It was 2015 trip. It was when we went to like kind of like Six Flags over Georgia, kind of that trip. But we went to Keen's Dominion and we rode Volcano um, <laughs> before ERT because we did coasting for kids. 
and we, we decided to get Volcano out of the way. We were on the first train, and we rolled back on it, and um, we had to get evacuated off, which it was such a cool experience getting to roll back on that ride. And actually, one of my uh, one of my friends that used to work with the University of Orlando, he used to, I mean, he was a huge fan of Volcano, probably one of the biggest fans of it. It was really sad when they, when they closed it down. Um, but he always wanted to roll back on it. And I told him, I was like, yeah, the only time, oh, I guess I wrote it twice. The only time I, like, one time wrote it, it rolled back. He was so jealous of it. But I was, that was so much fun. It was also hilarious when, like, we got to the breakfast and everyone was like, like, they were pissed at us. And we're like, yo, we were on the ride. That's not our fault. Yeah, I remember that because, like, there, we had the coasting for kids and the breakfast was, like, for, I don't know, 1030 or whatever and like, a reward ceremony. And the ride opened a little bit late, but we all knew that if we didn't rope drop that ride and get on one of the first trains, we had no chance of getting that credit because that line was going to be to fucking the front end. It wasn't. It wasn't just our group. We there was other people in the coasting for kids that did the same thing. So yeah, but I remember one guy was like, "They we're their guests. They're throwing us an event. Why are you waiting in line?" And we were just like, "Fuck you. We're gonna get this fucking credit." And then, like, we had to get evac, and it was like it was almost an hour after. And like, I remember us all walking back, and like representatives from the park like all looking for us <laughs> and we we're just like sorry um and then we got our chicken fingers and eggs and it was all a good time but uh definitely worth it i we shouldn't even have went to the ceremony to be honest yeah i mean it was i think we only went just for the breakfast so that was the only reason why we wanted to true all right i'm gonna throw in one of my favorite memories and it was actually my first ride on timberwolf so, I know a Timberwolf ride seems ridiculous, but yeah, um, when I was a kid, I had rode the Zambezi Zinger, and just that scared me away from roller coasters forever. Like I was like, I'm never riding them again. And then like that's funny. Me, I first time riding Zambezi Zinger, I cried my eyes out. My yeah, mom forced I, me to ride it. <laughs> exactly what happened to me. And I remember the first drop, getting the airtime off the first drop, and being like, "Fuck this." Why would anyone enjoy that sensation? And it turns out, I really like it, apparently. But I just remember Filthy Casual Kyle was there, um, and he was the person that was like, dude, just ride it. Let's just see what happens. And I remember getting off and being like, I, I remember first like being so nervous and looking, and they had the chicken exit sign, and I just kept looking at it, and my friends would keep trying to talk to me. And I wouldn't talk back. I was just so scared. And then when I got off, I was like, hey, let's do it again. And then we hit up like Boomerang that day. We hit up Mamba, and um, without that uh, that one ride on Timberwolf, this wouldn't be a thing. I don't know. You know what I would have met. You know, it's funny about Chicken Exit, like because Orient Express had one when it was open. I thought it was a thing that every like roller coaster had. Like it was almost like a necessity because I just always I always related to like Timberwolf and yeah. you know and, and honestly you never see that and really it's kind of messed up now I think about it so. No, it's, it was just a world's of fun thing. So that was on the Orient Express. And literally that sign, once Orient Express left, they put it over at Timberwolf. So that's... Oh, really? I thought it was at both. It was. Okay. Um, I don't know that it was... I can't confirm because I didn't ride it back when, uh, you know, as the Orient Express says, I didn't ride coasters. So I don't know if it was in the Timberwolf line as well. Oh, you, don't, you don't have that credit. I do. I don't have Orient Express. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm going to add, so, any more on the Timberwolf? I'm going to add Orient Express on one of mine. I, I didn't have this, but uh, one of my early rides, I went to the park with, like, my, my cousins were in town at World, you know, in KC. 
like my whole family, not my whole family, but like my my grandpa, like I think my like my uncle, my mom, and then like a bunch of my cousins. We all went out to Worlds of Fun and we rode uh, Orient Express and we got stuck on the lift. And I remember like you know ride operators came. We were like I don't know maybe a quarter of the way up and it, we weren't that high. Everything was fine and. I was probably, I'll say fifth grade, I'd say, maybe fourth, fifth yeah. grade. So at that point, I felt confident on coasters. I wasn't, like, too worried. Um, I was still small enough where, like, I remember banging my head a lot on the ride. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, that kind of sucked. And um, and I, I have another story. We'll keep going with that. Uh, but we got stuck on there. And I remember that ride ups came out. They were real nice. And all of a sudden, my grandpa would just start yelling, like, Help! <laughs> Help! And then they're like, sir, it's okay. And then they're like, and, and, and he was totally just messing with them and stuff. And then they're like, start walking away. He'd be like, help. <laughs> you, you you make that help call to this day. I didn't know that's what that was from. That's exactly yeah. what it was from. I've heard you say, like, I've heard you yell that many times. But at, oh. that same day we went and rode uh, Cyclone Sam's. And I was, uh, I've always been a, you know, skinny, lanky kid. And I had like a whole seat to myself. I remember sliding that mug. I thought I was going to get sucked out of that thing. I was so scared for my life on that ride. I mean, I was holding on to dear life, like, oh, don't let go of the restraint. Like, I mean, I'm sure I've been fine, but still, I felt like I was going to just get sucked out and just die. That's extra scary as a kid from the Midwest, too, because, like, that's your ultimate fear is to die in a tornado and get sucked away. Mm-hmm. And then, like, theme a ride to that, you're a kid. I understand why you thought you might get sucked away. Oh, yeah. That's a little bonus one I just thought of. <laughs> That's what this show's all about. That's why we didn't want to do a 10, because as we get to talking, we're going to realize, oh, shit, I have another great memory. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll get a little sentimental here. Um, I'm going to go to my wife and I's honeymoon at Disneyland. Um, many rides could qualify for this one. Um, I didn't just want to make it a honeymoon show, because I've already done that. But uh, <laughs> uh so I'm going to go to Matterhorn. I just remember us having like fun date night. You know, we, we rope dropped in the morning, went to the hotel, took a nap and then had like a, an evening at, at Disneyland park. And I just remember like night rides on the Matterhorn and just walking around the park. Um, great memory. Um, I could also throw in my first guardians of the galaxy, um, drop tower ride. Um, yeah, yeah. that over. I just remember like, wow, that was incredibly fun. And, I don't know that I've ever been blown away by an attraction based off of like expectations I set. Cause I didn't, I didn't know what guardians of the galaxy was. I hadn't watched the movies at the time and yeah. I didn't think it would be like this crazy fun. So like the first ride ever on that too was like whew, great memory. That's um, cool. Yeah. So shout out to the honeymoon. Great time. Uh, speaking of your wife, um, one of my favorite rides. <laughs> oh, <No>. okay. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite experiences was when we went to Canada's Wonderland, and uh, me and her loved the airplane ride. Oh, she, mentioned were, this last night. She, she said this was one of her favorite rides. <laughs> uh, it was just funny, and the reason I like to bring it up is because like we all rode it together, and then you like were ready to move on, and we're like, we want to ride it again. And you're like, okay, and then like me and her just rode it again, and it was like one of those experiences where like, oh, like it's just the oddest thing that Coaster Bro is not riding with us, essentially. <laughs> It is funny. She brought that up too, and she was like, "It wasn't even really much of a dialogue. It was just like you two didn't flip, and your competitive nature. Both of you wanted to flip, so you guys just oh, yeah. it was so funny. And that was like the first time you guys had ever really hung out, and 
and like bonded. So that was like a first moment for you guys. So it's it just, it, it is a fun, I wasn't on that ride. I just watched you guys and laughed, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was one of my favorite memories. <laughs> I smile when I tell her you brought that up. <laughs> um, speaking of my wife, um, same trip? No. When did, yeah, it was the same trip because we did Cedar Point and Kings Island on that trip. We did. So I am going to go to, this is like ride-wise, literally one of the best rides I think I've ever experienced. But we made the move. We were at Cedar Point. We had ridden Steel Vengeance. We got Maverick. We got all our credits in. And it was like, do we stay and ride the shitty rides? Reride those. Yeah, we, I think the one ride we didn't get was Millennium Force. Because like both times mm-hmm. we stood in line, it was it kept shutting down. It was just a long wait. And we've been on it so many times. It's like, mm, I'm good. So we decided if we leave now, we can get night rides on Beast. So we left. We, we got into the park. We got free Chick-fil-A because we had the dining plan. That was fun. But we got in line for Beast. Well, first of all, we rode Mystic Timbers, and it was great. Great dark ride, or great night ride. Um, we got a few laps on that. But the ride on Beast, I remember we got on, super excited, because like getting a night ride on Beast is like the, the holy grail of like coaster rides. And we're going up the lift hill, and there's a, there's like a storm happening off in the distance. So there's like... It's nighttime. There's lightning. And like and the heat lightning was going on. It was, it was awesome. It was the coolest thing. And just going through that ride. And, um, you know, when you ride it during the day, it's all those straight bits and it's a little bumpy. And it's like, what the hell is this? Like, why is this a thing? But when you're doing it at night and there's no, I mean, it's pure darkness. Yeah. And it, it was like, it cooled down just enough too. And then there was like a little bit of fog going. It was just so amazing. It, it couldn't have been any better. Like, there's no way to make that ride any better than it was. Well, then we got back in line. Oh, did we? I think we were on Mystic Timbers, and we decided to ride it again. And then we actually watched a fireworks show from the, from the queue of uh, the Beast. Yeah. And we yeah. ended up getting, like, one or two additional rides or something. And we, you and I, we don't re-ride rides a whole lot. So, like, getting re-rides on Beast at night was pretty special. Yeah. So, got to bring that one up. Yeah, that, that was one of the, that was awesome. That was a good time. Great move too. I mean, they were great. And Mystic Timbers at night, good good ride at night as well. It really was like you could throw that yeah. in, but it, just comparing to Beast, it's like come on. Yeah, I'm just saying in general, like definitely if you have the opportunity, definitely go for Beast. But while you're there, hit up Mystic Timbers, especially since they're yep. close by. It's a it's a really good dark or I keep on dark ride night ride. <laughs> it basically is a dark ride. There's a shed. Hi, there's at the end. Yeah, what's in the shed? Um disappointment <laughs> disappointments of the shit um all right uh one of mine is uh this is a crazy fun memory but i thought it was fun is when we went to indiana beach the first time on our first coaster trip and nice. I to, is it was it like i always mess up this coaster's name like the lost, lost superstitious coaster. Uh, yeah, super- Lost Coast or Superstition Mountain or something like that. Yeah. Well, we like hit a break and we just like slid through it. And then we, yeah, it, it felt so weird. And we actually had to get evac'd off of it. And it was like down for the rest of the day. So, yeah. The break literally, it caught us and then it said, nope. And then it like tried to catch us again. And then we like slipped through and then we were downloaded. Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah, that was fucked up. It was awesome. It was like our second ride of the day, too, I think. It was like early yeah. on and. 
Yeah, because um, we did ride that. Uh, I think that might have even been our first of the day. Yeah, that was yeah. that was just a fun. I don't getting evac'd off rides is always a good time. So I actually have another one that I get evac'd off. I was probably <laughs> going to be on your list. Yeah. Why don't you just roll into it? Uh, it was my first ever ride on Gringotts. Um, it was uh, it was before it opened to the public. You know, I worked at Universal at the time, and um, we were I was on the closing team for Islands of Adventure, and uh, they did a call over the radio saying they needed test riders for Gringotts, and we we're like, hell yeah, let's go in there. So we were able to like walk in there and do it, and. Um, so we rode the ride, and it was your first time ever on it, first time in the building, first time experiencing everything. So just looking around, all that kind of stuff. Not the first time I was in the land. I've been in the land um, before that, but actually being in the building, the queue line, all that kind of stuff, and then riding it was great. And then really it was like the um, – it's the scene where you go in, and it's like where there's like all the – not 3D. Well, I guess the 3D um, – uh, mapping where it's Uh like Baltimore and Bellatrix is in there. Then you have like the dragon and you ride out. It kind of shut down in that scene. Like the, all the video was like you're just being launched into the wall. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of got shut down there. So they had to move us forward a little bit, which they could do manually. And then, um, and then we got to an evac station and we got evac'd off. So. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty special ride. I'd say. Yeah, so that it was really cool. Just and it's one of those things where it's like you know it's one of the one of the most I, I would say um, it's not the best coast in the world by any means, but it's one of the coolest ones for what it is. And it's you know a ton of people love it just because it's Harry Potter. So yeah. it's really cool being one of the I would say definitely not one of the first people on it, but definitely being on it before any other like before the public was able to ride it. Mm. Going on to first here, I have one now. This is this wasn't on my list, but you jogged my memory. Um, I went to Dollywood with my family and it was the first time we all had gone there. They just came down to visit me in Atlanta when I lived there. And I was like, Hey, let's go to Dollywood. It'd be a good time. We're there. I'm on the train. And this was back when, um, lightning run, lightning rod, not lightning run, (laughs) lightning run, lightning rod was like being delayed. And people were like, when the hell is that thing going to open? And I remember being on the train and getting a DM from Drew, the intern from In the Loop, saying, hey, are you at Dollywood? I was like, yeah. He's like, they just soft opened. Like, so this is day one of that ride soft opening. I was like, I got to fucking get on this ride. So Uh, go over there with my dad and I'm like trying to get a ride with him because our whole family's not going to be able to get these because they were doing tickets. So there was just one guy that had tickets and he was just handing them out to this mob of people. Um so I was there with my dad, and I was like, well, we got to figure it out. But we're, like, in the middle of the pack. So it's like, this is – I don't know if this is going to happen today. But a woman gets a ticket, and her whole group didn't get a ticket. So she was like, ah. She was like, does anyone, does anyone want this one ticket? And my dad was like, me. So he got it, and he gave me the ticket so I could go ride. And I got a back row ride with some curly-headed stranger kid. And uh, – <laughs> I just remember going up the launch. Um, first of all, being amazed that I got a back row ride on it. Second of all, the launch, um, probably the most intense that the ride ever ran it, if I'm guessing, because it was the opening, you know, it was the first day they put guests on it. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I just remember giggling through the whole thing, getting off and being like, hey, I think this is my number one ride now. Um, <laughs> and I had to sit on it for a little bit because I was like, hold on, you just had this really special thing happen. 
ended up being number two at the time. So yeah, yeah. fury over it, but that's just like a moment. Like I wasn't trying to get the ride. I was just there with my family. We happened to be there on that day and then just sopped open and somehow I got on. So that's awesome. Like I I usually don't get into like first rider thing. Like chasing that is kind of weird to me. Yeah. Being there on opening day. Like this is not my style. But when it happened, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I, have a, I have a couple. And I, I can't I even think about any of this. It's, this is what's cool about this episode. I have That's a couple of stories that are similar to that. Uh, one, um, this was real fun. It was uh, uh, my my mom and my aunt came down to visit me um, when I first started working at Universal. And uh, we, we went to, you know, took the day off. We took them to Universal. And this was... It was like probably in June of 2014. It was right before like Diagon Alley was supposed to open. And I heard rumors and people were, I was texting people out working that day. And, um, sorry, Maple has a squeaky toy right now during. This is what happens when you have a six six month old puppy. Yeah. (laughs) She's like squeak toy time. Um, and, uh, so we, uh, I heard they might do a soft opening for the land. So Di- Gringotts wasn't going to open, but then like Ollivander's and the shops and all that kind of stuff would be open um, and just kind of walk through there. And so me, so I was able to get in. Um, and it was, it was one of the first times I went into the land too with my mom and aunt. It was so hot that day. I remember we were staying out there in this line, but we were able to get in. And um, my aunt, we went through Ollivander's and my aunt was actually got chosen for Ollivander's. So it was just such a fun experience. And it was hilarious because the wand that the, that was picked, it was like one of those ones that has like a school on it. It was like a death eater wand and stuff. <laughs> and my aunt bought it, still has it to this day. It's hilarious. But we kept, uh, we kept joking that she's the dark wizard because it's the one that chose her. That's great. <laughs> um, and then another one was, I was, um, this is actually one of my, Right when I first started working at Universal, I went to Magic Kingdom with some friends. Um, I had a pass, and um, turns out we uh, did. Yeah, it just happened. They did a quick soft opening on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and we were able to get in, get in line. We were in line probably for like thirty minutes. Got off, and they shut it. They not shut the ride down, but they closed the queue and didn't open up. So we got so lucky to get in there. But we were one of the first. We were probably one of the first general public not like employees that got on the ride based yeah. on the soft opening. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. Um, you mentioned all of Anders. So we knew this was going to come up. Um, I'm sure. Oh, I don't have that on my list, but yeah, this is. Yeah. Okay. So we had a huge boys trip, right? We went out to LA and this is our first visit to Universal Studios Hollywood. You're there. I'm there. And. We've got literally every host that's ever been on the show is there, okay? And we are getting fucked up. We we were like double fisting Modellos in line. Like, not just like 12-ounce Modellos. Like tall boys. Ounce, they were 32-ouncers of Modellos, I think. They I don't know big. if that's true. But I think they were 32-ouncers because whatever that beer cart sells down there. And we were double fisting, you know. We took shots. Um Inside of Hogwarts at some point, the fire fireball whiskey, I think it was. Or- yeah, not inside of Hogwarts, inside of a Three Broomsticks bar. Hogwarts is a school, man. They're not serving alcohol in there. This is true. This is true. But we were pretty hammered, and we decided to wait 
probably 30, 45 minutes for the Ollivander experience for some reason. Well, we, we probably we had beer in our hands. Shots. We took the shots and then immediately went to Ollivander's. <laughs> With a beer in our hand because we had like a Harry Potter beer. Uh, yeah, we took, got shots and ordered a beer there too. We were like, hey, if we're just going to drink this beer, let's stand in line for something. Ollivander's it was. We get in there and we're all shit-faced. Um, and before we go in, what's the joke that Kyle made to the group? Um, he told Matt, uh, that he looks like a thick Harry Potter. (laughs) And we all started laughing and it was right at the moment where the show was about to start. So we needed to stop fucking laughing and we could not, we could not stop laughing. Like I remember putting my face into the wall and then like every tiny joke that happened, we were like forcing out laughs. Yeah. Um, It was just like, you're just like snickering to yourself, but like, but then, like, the person next to you is laughing, so you can't stop. It's just one of those moments. And, like, you know, the, the part where the wand, like, does the thing and the, the plant goes erect or whatever. Like, yeah. Not the time. We, awesome. we weren't ready for that. And um, <laughs> I remember, like, I'm, I'm just trying to hold it together. My face is against the wall. And I hear a woman, a woman's voice. I don't even know what she looked like. Whisper into my ear. You ruined the experience. <laughs> <laughs> I I couldn't, it, which made me still keep laughing. I couldn't look at her, um, and then I think she went over to Jeff potentially, said the same thing in the gift shop, and Jeff was all apologetic and stuff. But um, yeah, he would be. Only ruined the experience for everybody else. I tell you what, that was uh, one of my favorite theme park experiences of all time. <laughs> That was, Sorry to everybody else. I, I can't believe I didn't add that to my list. I should have. Oh my gosh. I thought for so sure you'd have it. So I was like going to save it for you, but you brought up all of Anders without. So I was like, I don't think it's on yeah, his list. That was perfect time. Yes. <laughs> what do you got? Speaking of being drunk, I have a couple of fantastic times when we were drunk. Number one is just, just and this is just generic, I would say, but just drunken rides on White Lightning at Fun Spot. Oh, yeah. uh, always <laughs> been a great too. time. Just fun spot in general. And then number two on there, same in the same spot, was just the beerist wheel. And one of my favorite memories was when we had beers on it, and then the operator kept it going until we finished our beers. And then we are like, hey, we need off. We need another beer. I remember literally, I think, because there was times where, like, you'd be working, and I would have drove down from Atlanta, and, like, I got here a little early. I'm going to go to fun spot. I'm going to go sit on the beerist wheel and get a beer. And I remember one time I was on the Ferris wheel by myself with a beer, the ride opera let it go, and I was like, "Hey, you can just you can just let this thing fly." And he's like, "Cool," and he goes over <laughs> and operating the bumper cars with the ride running, and like, I was like, "I hope he doesn't forget about me." You know, I'm on here. Um, <laughs> I just had my whole beer. There's no ride operator. I was just on a, on a Ferris wheel by myself, and God, there's so many good memories. Like, just like different groups of people that we had fun on the beers with talking. And, Oh hell yeah! That was yeah. I didn't put beer as wheel, but that's like the that was the best thing at Fun Spot. Even when like White Lightning was smooth. Yeah, it was a blast. Oh, that was a great one. Um, To stay at Fun Spot, uh, I do want to point out uh, there's a time when you and I went to Iapa and we had a day there together and it was a lot of fun. And we got invited to the GCI party. Shout out to the In the Loop guys; they got us in and. you were off. You had like a friend there that you were hanging out with. I was hanging out with the In the Loop guys. 
and I was like, hey, I'm a I'm a psych controller. If you guys want to do the Sky Coaster, it's only like ten bucks for you to ride. So got Drew the intern. I forgot who else was on it. Um, but we did a triple flight on their 250 foot tall sky coaster. So it's already one of the best. Right. And, uh, we've had many beers at this point and drew the intern tells the ride operators like, Hey, let's do ripcord roulette. <laughs> and I feel comfortable telling this story now. Cause that, that employee's probably gone. They're probably not getting written up for this anymore. But they're like, okay. And for the listeners, what, 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 um, ripcord roulette is, and don't request this. Don't ever, don't ever go to like request this and ask do for it, it because request it or, or do it. But just know it might get them in trouble. <laughs> so on the ripcord or on the sky coaster, they set it up to where they can hook you up, and then they can hook up the the ripcord to any of the three flyers. They're not supposed to. It's always supposed to be on the far right, but it's just easier to grab. But you can put it on the wrong flyer. So what we did, they don't tell us who. They winch us up all the way to the top. We're dangling 250 feet in the air. I'm in the middle. Everybody tries to pull their ripcord. And I'm like, fuck, of course they put it in the middle because that's the hardest one to reach. So I'm like digging in between me and the riders. Like It's almost on my like back of my right hand. And then pull it. It was definitely that one. And uh, it was just a good memory. It was a lot of fun. I was just like, god damn it. They really put it on me. And uh, it's just a funny, funny memory. That's awesome. Yeah, good times. How many more do you have? I got three. Okay, I have five more. Okay. Can we do another one? Yeah, do 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 one more. It's getting like sentimental too. Um. So I just go back to any Fury three twenty five ride because I remember any time I rode it, somebody had come down to Atlanta to visit me. And we went to Carowinds to like ride Fury. So it doesn't matter if it was you guys. I think Jeff came down once by himself. Um, my dad did it once and he actually rode it, which is crazy because my dad is not a huge roller coaster person. So I think that's actually why Fury is my number one. It's because every time I rode it, it was with somebody like meaningful and important. So, just any Fury ride ever for me. Dan or theme park stud here has a uh, a very active dog he's playing fetch with. Yes, she all of a sudden, and then I tried to distract her with a toy without a squeaker, and I buried it, and she started digging for it in my blankets. So she really wants this toy, which is all ripped up. Yeah, not by her. It's like her She's favorite, a... one of her favorite toys. All right, and I'll say one more too. So, um, when I was a kid. There was this time, the Fall Fun Fest was what it was called. It came to Blue Springs, Missouri, where I grew up. And every fall, they had these carnival rides, and it was my favorite time of the year. Because, you know, you get in line for a Timmy Burger, which was like, in Blue Springs, Missouri, the biggest deal for a hamburger before Whataburger existed there. And um, I remember riding a -a Tilt-A-Whirl for the first time. Just a standard-ass Tilt-A-Whirl. And, like, going back to school and... And I, I wrote it with my mom and my sister. And I remember going back to school and being like, hey, like I would tell people, I wish I could have just stayed on there forever. I loved it so much. I wish I just never was asked to get off. And so full circle, they came to visit me in Atlanta when I lived there. And we went to Six Flags Over Georgia. They had a tilt-a-whirl there. 
and my mom and sister wrote it and it just like took me back to that moment as a kid and it was just really cool Um, that's awesome i just remember like the laughing and like it's just it's just like ingrained in my memory of like one of my favorite rides i've ever had so that that is like uh who would have thought the tilt world six flags over georgia would have been making my top list but here it is (laughs) this one uh it's not super memorable. Like honestly, like well, one of them was very good, but the other other two, I'm like, eh, they they're fun. But one was when we my first year working at Mamba with you. Um, I um, it was like a little bit of a flirtation with one of our other employees. Um, and uh, we we hung out one time after after work, and me and her like we're going around the park riding rides and stuff. And we went to the Mamba and our assistant lead at the time, who was absolutely terrible. So any ride operators never do anything like this. Um, yeah, she, uh, she saw us and I picked up the hot phone at the entrance and I called up cause she was at panel and I was like, yo, um, can you just get Sammy and I, her name was Sammy who I was, who I was riding with. Can you get Sammy and I on just a ride by ourselves as like fake test riders. So we, so she, we get up there. She makes an announcement in the whole queue, saying, "Hey, we got our, we got our official test riders of the park here. They're gonna have to ride the ride real quick, um, and then we'll get you guys on the next train and stuff." So we actually like cut through all these people, got in the front row, and people were like patting me on the back, like, "Thank you for you know doing, doing, doing this for us." Like, like we were like, like, yeah, you know, we're here for quality assurance and stuff, you know, safety, all this kind of stuff. It was hilarious. Um, just in and normal yeah, clothes, like, by the way. Yeah. What? You guys weren't in uniform or anything. It was just normal. No, clothes. we were just in plain clothes. We were just like, yeah, we're just undercover, like test riders and stuff. And um, yeah, we we rode in the front row, had the whole train to ourselves, and went up, came in, and then I remember we came in that station. Everyone was just clapping for us, and so it was like it went wild. It was like it was such a fun experience. But I was like, man, we could have got fired or at least I don't know if fired. We definitely got written up if we got caught and stuff like that. That would have been a great write up though. Oh, a hundred percent. So <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. All right, I'm down to three. Um yeah, I have two I'll after go with, that. I'll go with the first time. So my wife and I when we started dating, um, our third date was a day trip to Silver Dollar City. Um and I we got like our first roller coaster ride in. Um on outlaw run. And that was like the moment she understood why I liked roller coasters because that ride was so good. That ride's so sentimental to her and I, and, um, just that first ride on that, it was like a spark in our relationship. We took like our first couple's photo on the bridge after that, um, Mm -hmm. got pretty serious. So that is a, a, a very positive memory in my coaster riding experiences. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, I think it was 20, 2011, I think it was, um, I went on a trip, a coaster trip, but it actually without coaster bro, it was with a bunch yeah. of like world of fun supervisors. Uh, coaster bro wasn't working at world of fun time or he was, it was like a very limited, I think, I think, I don't think you're working. You were so trying to 2011 is when I grew up my hair. Yeah. And you were trying time. to become like a long snapper in NFL. You were really dedicated yeah. to that. <laughs> a little bit of both. Yeah, and um, I went up to Cedar Point uh, because, of course, when I worked for World of Fun, they had to go to Cedar Point. So we did a road trip up there. Half of the group took the train. The other half, we piled in a small little sedan. 
Um, but it was it was a fun ride. I remember we went. We I think we did two days at Cedar Point. Um, we stayed on property too at like Breakers. Um, and so it was a good time. But one of the one of the rides I was on Magnum XL. I know it's Costa Bros' favorite. Um, Morgan um, yeah. Hyper. Uh, it's not Morgan. It's an Arrow. Sorry, Arrow. Yeah. It's okay. Um, favorite Hyper. Yeah. And um, we were going, I was on the back end in the bunny hills in the, in the, um, in the tunnels. And all of a sudden I look up and I see this thing just coming out of my face. And all of a sudden it hits me in the face, a park map got let loose and just literally was just like over my face, almost like a cartoon type thing. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was just like, what the hell happened? I actually still have this map to this day. I have it in a, uh, in a thing. I kept the map. Um, it's just a funny experience that happened. Um, and something similar that just came to mind uh, when I was working at um, Mamba, um, I remember, I think I was this 2010, I was the lead of Mamba and I was at the panel and um, this train comes back and everyone's like dying laughing. And there was a, um, there was a black lady in the front row and she kind of had an <laughs> Afro wig. And yeah. when you went down the hill, it fell off, but a guy in the back row caught it and was holding it up. It was so funny. Everyone was like having a good time. The lady, she was like embarrassed, but was so happy and having fun too. It was just a <laughs> funny experience. And that was a cool one. That is cool. Yeah. All right. And then um, I'm going to a solo ride on Mamba. I was just alone on it. Um, so this was back when I had been working at, I started to work at Six Flags Over Georgia you were down in Florida at the time, somewhere between Universal and Legoland. Um, we like all the all the bros had just moved on. Uh, Matt was doing his thing, Jeff was doing his thing in Springfield or whatever. And um, I just remember riding it and just getting very emotional, just because like I realized like that part of our life was done, like the the, the park and like our friendship of just always being together every day and like that was just gone. And it was just like. Uh, an emotional ride by myself on Mamba. Yeah. It was really weird. Like, I didn't think it was going to hit me. And I was just like, whoa, why am I like emotional on this airtime hill? <laughs> so that was uh, like crying like for the bros. Yeah. It was just a, it was just a really weird thing. Um, that I, I don't think I'll ever feel anything like that ever again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that was fun. All right. The last one I have, um, so when I was in Orlando, when I was living with Sean and Caitlin, um, we, there was a, I think it was, it was Hurricane Irma. Cause you were down for Hurricane Matthew. Yes. It was Hurricane Irma. So it was like a year later. Um, and a big hurricane was supposed to come. It was actually going to go right through Orlando. Um, so there's a lot of preparing, but we decided to go to, we, we, we did prepare a little bit, but we decided to go to animal kingdom, like the <laughs> day before the parks were going to shut down. And by the way, Pro move, by the way, definitely yeah. do that because the parks are not busy at all. Everybody's so just running to... away. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I mean, I think the longest wait we had was maybe ten minutes, but we uh, uh, went to Animal Kingdom. We kind of just kicked it. Um, trying to think, was this be... was this when Pandora was open or not? I don't remember if it was open yet or not. Um, either way, we we post up. We got a. I think it was open. I don't it know. definitely was. Yeah. We uh we had a bunch of drinks and stuff. We're having a good time, but we rode um Expedition Everest, and it was just hilarious. We were we were pretty uh we were pretty toasty at that point, feeling good, and it was just a fun ride. I remember we were like dabbing at one point. There was a video <laughs> that Caitlin has of me like dabbing, and 
it was just it was just such a blast and it was just a fun experience right before a hurricane i don't know it was just a weird time to be at the theme park especially when a hurricane's gonna hit the next in 24 hours which was kind of weird but yeah. it was just it was just a lot of fun so that's pretty good yeah uh my last one to bring up uh was 2009 i was operating the prowler roller coasters opening year thing was running like a butte it was beautiful we had coined total darkness and had this whole thing this gig that we were doing in 2009 like every time a ride operator said the word total darkness everybody had to stop wave their hands in the arm and yell total darkness and that was only (laughs) for night you know night operation of prowler yeah um, like those rides were amazing but there was this one time just during haunt um we obviously we wrote it a lot like our supervisor was cool with us being like, hey, if it's not busy and you can keep the staffing levels up, yeah, go for a ride on it. That's fine. So we did that a shitload. And there was this time during Haunt where um, there was this natural fog back in that area and then the Haunt fog also over it. So it was just layers of fog in total darkness in the back of the woods and going through that, like you couldn't see anything. Like I remember that because there's that moment where the flash hits you in the dark and you like you yeah. lose your vision for like the S turn. I didn't get my vision back until the complete turnaround and like starting to go back to like the the triple down that they had. And I was just like, what Crazy. the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> of all the fog and all that flash. Um, but that was just like the craziest ride I've ever had on a on a ride. Um, just a solo because that's just that's another one that's like the natural fog was there. The they weren't controlling their their fake fog from the haunts, so it was just everywhere. And like that's just not a thing really there anymore. So it really isn't. Even even on a normal night ride, it just doesn't seem as like total darkness as what it used to be. Yeah, I don't know if there's like a parking lot light they put in or something, but Yeah. yeah it's something. But yeah, it was just a crazy ride and I don't I don't know if I'll ever get a better prowler ride than that for sure. That's awesome. That was a lot of memories. Yeah, some good ones. Really good ones. And um, gosh, it's always just good to, to unplug, reconnect some of your favorite memories. What got you into the hobby in the first place? So I appreciate you sharing those very intimate rides with me, theme park stuff. That was very nice. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> all right. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Uh, if you like us, you should be following us on like all of our socials. Our TikTok's been blowing up lately. You know, we're almost to 7,000 followers or some shit. It's a lot of fun. So if you're not following us on TikTok, go over there. Um, best way to find us, just go to solo.to slash coastercuzzies. We have links to all of our social medias, Instagram, Twitter, the Discord. Um, our shop is on there. So it's a one-stop shop, solo.to slash coastercuzzies for all your needs. Yeah, and uh, next month, July 30th, it's going down. We got our Coaster Cuzzies Charity Championship Tournament. So it's a three-round tournament. It's going to be golf style. We're going to have disc golf. We're going to have foot golf. We're going to have mini golf. We're just not going to have actual golf because that's expensive. And Yeah, we don't have any we clubs. We're not, we're not rich. Yeah. We didn't. <laughs> but I have a bunch of discs. 
we get there's a good foot golf place at Swope Park that's pretty cheap, and there's a couple. We're gonna I haven't picked a mini golf place, but apparently there's a new one that just opened up. Or we can always go to the old classic Coolcrest. But ultimately, that's just a little bit here and there. So if you're in the Kansas City area, we'd love for you to kind of participate in this tournament. If not, um, it's gonna be a great opportunity because ultimately it's it's for charity. So we're gonna to get in to be a player. It's a five dollar buy in, and that money is gonna go to um, a pot that the winner is going to be able to donate to their favorite charity. And uh, I forgot to mention, this is going to be a doubles tournament. So you're going to be paired up. So whatever, um, whatever the, the top two, uh, you know, say, say Coast and Bro and I were partners, you know, whatever his charity was, my charity, we win, uh, we'll just split the pot and we go to those two charities of our choices. Um, right. So we also want our listeners to donate. We haven't opened up anything about that just yet, but there'll be more to come on that. So stay tuned to our socials because we're going to be having some cool stuff go down the line. But if you definitely want to join us um, in KC for that, um, July 30th is when it's going down. And keep an eye out for Patreon. We've been teasing it for months. It'll come soon. <laughs> but that sounds like a good event, man. It's going to be a lot yeah. of fun. Get some it's going to be a lot of fun. We're kicking it, so... That'd be a good, good time. time. All right. Well, that's the show, baby. It's good hanging out with you guys. Uh, just a heads up. I do have a road trip coming up, so we're going to have a little bit of a different style, uh, a rotation, our normal rotation of our four shows rotating through. It's going to just change up a little bit. So we've got a lot of 69 questions that are going to be coming up. Theme Park Stud is uh, actually going to be a guest on 69 questions coming up here real soon. Taking the, uh, next, taking the hot seat. Next week, we're going to have Perry, who is like one of our most loyal listeners, big pizza guy. He's going to be taking on 69 questions for our show next week. And then you got the Hershey Park, Great Cuzzy Road Trip with Dutch Wonderland. Going to be a great show there. And then, um, yeah, a bunch of 69 questions. And a little, there's your, there's your little preview of what's coming up soon. So appreciate you guys listening. It's been real. Hope you have a great day. Whenever you listen to this, I just hope it's good. You know? Yeah, and you know what to do, America? Stay fly.